Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. If leaders are not training their replacements, they are in fact failing as leaders. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. This episode, we are going to talk about just that, training up, or training down, and training up, training your replacements. You know, the, we all think in the short game, when you play the short game, you're always thinking about what you're going to do next. What's next for you? In the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, next year. But in this job, we have to play both the long and short game. Because, and in this life, same thing, long and short. Because we're, we, can't, we cannot do this forever. We cannot be firefighters forever. We cannot be leaders forever. We cannot be officers forever. At some point in our lives, in our careers, something's going to make us either hang it up, Give it up, hand it off. It's the cycle of how things work. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that when they were coming up, there was the, those in charge. I don't know, I'm not showing that, that firefighter anything. When he gets into position, when he or she gets into this position, they're going to learn and they're going to struggle. They're going to suffer through it the way I did because no one trained me. And that's how I'm going to be. And look how great I turned out. Okay, totally understand that. Totally understand how that is a, is, a, is a mindset to have because that's what happened to you. And that's the only sort of way you know how to, how to handle the situations. But not everybody learns the same. Not all firefighters are going to have that same mentality. And I'm not saying it's a generational thing because it could come from any part of it. There could be boomer firefighters that train their replacements. There could be Gen Z, Gen Y, whatever these letters are that don't train their replacements. But you're failing as a leader if you're not training your replacements in some fashion. And in a sense, are you really training them if you're like, I'm not going to do it? In a sense, you are. You're training them something. They're taking some type of knowledge out of there. But it's a weird concept to come, come around. Training your replacement. It's almost a saying, you're not there anymore. You're being fired, you're being terminated, you're being let go, you're leaving, you're retiring, whatever. That's not the case at all. Because training your replacement doesn't exact, exactly mean training A firefighter under you to one day be promoted to your position when you either transfer out, retire, get promoted, whatever. What it really means is training your replacement is providing them with the skills and knowledge that you've obtained in every facet 
of your career to them. Whether they want to move up the ranks or not, they can still be an effective leader in that house. Is it good for lieutenants and captains or other officers to train those that are prepping for the exams? To train them in different things when you're, as acting, when you're stepping in as acting officers at times. Training them in understanding how to do a lot more administrative work. Absolutely. 100%. That is a very, very good attribute to use as a officer, a ranked individual department to do. 100%. But it's also vital to train them on everything else about the job. The pride, the tradition, the knowledge. The leading of the crew. Leading of that house. That's training your place because that might be a senior firefighter. He might be on, or her might be on her way out. I'm a senior firefighter. I'm no more than just a veteran firefighter. I never made it to lieutenant. I never made captain. I'm just a firefighter, so I want to do my career. But I'm the leader of this house. Well, I got to find that next firefighter to take my spot. Train your replacement. That's the mentorship coming into play. It's all about that. It's about mentoring those around you. No matter if it is a younger firefighter, or if, even if it is an officer, if you want to mentor them. There's plenty of times where those seasoned senior firefighters may have more time on than the officer. And that officer is now going and utilizing them as a resource. Utilizing your resources, your crew, your strengths on your department and in your, in your house to make you better. So when leaders are training their replacements, they're not just training those to be promoted to their role, but they're training those to 100% lead that house in some way, shape, or form with or without a bugle on their collar. But how do we do that? How do we exactly train those? Well, formal. Formal training with these people. Taking time out of your day to sit down and go over like I was talking administratively. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe go to administrative work. You know, maybe one day you're going to be in this position. And these are some of the things you're going to have to come across. Personnel, timesheets, budget, whatever. Equipment replacements. Formal training, sitting down, going over these things. One-on-one, in a room, at a desk, going over each piece. Formally introducing it to the next level. It's a very good thing to do. It really shows, as a leader, you're taking time in someone. You're leading. You're saying, I'm not going to be here much longer. I may not go. I may not be here much longer. But while I'm here, we're going to have sit-downs. We're going to have one-on-one sessions. We are going to learn each and every little piece of the information that I've done to help 
better this crew, better this department when someone else has to step up. That's the funny thing because that actually happened to me. My past chief came to me and he said, you know, I need you to take a bigger role with the training. I really want you to be really in, in the weeds of it all. Really get your hands into it. You've been doing it, but there's a lot of stuff that I haven't handed off. So it was all administrative paperwork. All this administrative work, paperwork stuff, setting up formal classes, setting up different types of training and um, with outside vendors and, and whatnot, going to different academies and, and utilizing their resources. So showing me how to do that, getting the contacts, introduce me to those contacts. Formal and informal training was right then and there. And it set me up to now it's, I know each, when it gets certain parts of the year, this is what I need to have done. This is the things I have to do. When do I start looking at certifications of people? Are people up to date on their certifications? What are they doing with them? Are they keeping, are, are they, are they taking the refresher courses? And I, I have to make sure they're doing that. And then making sure that when they take stuff, they are, they are submitting their paperwork back to me so it goes into the files. Things that was kind of kept me in the back burner for a while just to kind of acclimate myself. But finally said, no, now it's time. You've done this long enough. It's time to start stepping up even higher and higher and higher and learn more about how this whole process plays out as a, in the grand scheme. There's a lot of formal training. There's a lot of informal training. The formal training was sitting down with me, going over different types of paperwork, going over different spreadsheets that we had for that type of stuff. But then the informal was the, the, the warm introductions to the different resources outside our firehouse that was I was going to be utilizing, I'm meeting these people formally and informally, getting to know them, exchanging numbers, exchanging different things. So everybody knew who everybody was, all, where all the players in the game were. But that's formal, it's informal training. Other things is if you're going to, a leader in the department, not talking officership, but just talking, being that leader. Well, I'm on my way out. I'm retiring. I need to find someone in this house that could take and fill my shoes as the leader, have the voice of this, this department, this house. Well, there's a firefighter here that's great at that. Let me get to this one. Let me, let me talk to him. Let me talk to her and kind of go over what this department, this house was built upon, what, what, what the needs are, how the, how the crew is, how to handle different things. And it's an informal, formal type thing because you're sitting down and talking to them, but you're also observing how they're leading and how they're motivating everyone and gather, rallying the troops and, and everything else and learning the ins and outs of the, of the apparatus. Stuff that that firefighter knew like the back of their hand training your replacement. Someone's got to do it. Everybody's got to do it. We also need to talk about training your replacement. Mentoring. Not just utilizing those that you are in the firehouse with, but utilizing those outside that can give you another layer, another point of view with different things. What do I mean by that? I don't always use the people in my fire, in my department, as mentors on certain things. I'm trying to train up. I'm trying to train my replacements. I'm going to use outside sources to help guide me through that process. This is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm doing tomorrow. Where am I on the right track with this? You've been in my shoes before. Any guidance that you have that I can 
make this a smooth transition. I can make it so this person knows everything that I know. And that's by the trainer, the leader, using their mentors. And on the other side of the coin, those that are being taught the replacement. Those having mentors as well. To understand more wholeheartedly of what's going on, what they're doing. Paint a bigger picture. Because I've always thought you have different side you have one person training you on something. And that's one perspective unless it's factual. But there's a perspective on how to do something. And then it comes out, well, that, that, that one over there, he told me this is what I have to do. And another person was over, so no, you can also do it this way. So utilizing those mentors to, to get those perspectives and taking those things, utilizing what is good or what is useful in that aspect from all different areas. So you always have different views on it and different outlooks. Taking the other stuff and, and tossing it aside, it's not really going to work for you. But being a leader or stepping up and being a replace, replacing someone who is in that leadership role, it's not good to emulate them. That's why mentors are important. Not to emulate what they're doing, but to just find a little bit of what they do and take a little bit of what those mentors are doing and what they're saying and how they're, how they're handling their areas and finding your way in that is what the mentorship is all about. And it keeps you grounded. It keeps you on target. It keeps you motivated. So when you think about training your replacement, when leaders train their replacements, they are succeeding with keeping many things alive. The traditions, the pride, the strength, the bond. When you walk out and you don't train your replacements, you might have been a great leader when you were in that role, in whatever role that may be. But when you walk out and you don't leave anything for the next person, you weren't an effective leader at the end of the day. You were only effective when you were there, but no one else could pick up on it. It wasn't transferable. Transferable. What do I mean? Ongoing sharing of information. Constantly share the information that you are learning, you're obtaining throughout your time. Like I said, leader, no matter what, what level you are, no matter where you are, but training that replacement, like I said, was going from everything you've learned from the day you started to where you are now. And as you're continually training, you're continually sharing as you're learning yourself. And that's something that I, I take pride in. So I, I come back, from, I go and I take a, a CEU class. I go sit, at, sit in a conference or something. I'm going to take the information and bring it back. It's not my information to keep. It's not. Certain things I might not, I might not give all the information, not to confuse anyone. Or not just overwhelm them. But here's a little thing I learned the other day at, at this conference. Here's, here's the, the handouts they gave. Take a look at it. It's on the table, you know, go from there. 
I'm not boasting. I took a class. I went to a seminar. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I did some stuff. I think you guys would be interested in hearing about this. You know, take a look at your leisure. I also have PDF copies. I, mean, I sent I sent to you guys emails if I had them. About training your replacement. Oh, wow. This guy's, you know, he's training. He goes and he does this stuff. I, maybe I should start looking into this. I don't really train that much. Maybe what should I do? How can I get involved? How can get involved this? You know, you just start taking little pieces at a time, little small baby steps. And that's how you're training them. You're grooming them in a way every single day. You're training replacements the day you start. It's the day you start. Not the day they start. It's the day you start. You're training your replacement. Because your goal when you get there on day one is to be the best pro based firefighter you can possibly be. But it's also the next level will be the best first year firefighter, second year, third, and get to that point where I'm going to take, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a lieutenant. I'm ready to take that, that promotion. Well, I'm going to be the best person. So, well, I got to take all the information that I learned as a firefighter and I got to transfer all that knowledge to those that I have around me, training my replacements. And then when I become a lieutenant, I'm do the same thing. I'm take all that knowledge that I've had as a lieutenant, I'm going to transfer all that information, all that knowledge that I have down to those coming up to be lieutenants. And those around. And then I'm going to go to captain and do the same thing. I'm going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. It's an ongoing sharing cycle of information that doesn't just happen when you retire, like I said. It doesn't just happen when you transfer. It happens every single day you were there. That's how you train your replacements. If you just come in every day, you don't talk to anybody. You just do your work. Don't say a word. Just give orders. Or just do whatever you have to do. You're not training anyone except you're just going in there to collect the, collect the paycheck or volunteer. You're just there to help out. And you're going home. I don't want to be involved. I just want to do what I got to do and fight fire and go home. And that's all I want to do. But you're not benefiting if you're not training your place. So at the end of the day, remember why you started. Remember why. Or remember how you wanted someone to train you. And remember if you had struggles, the stuff you said you would never want anybody else to go through. Remember that. And utilize that as motivation. To motivate, train, and lead. Each and every single day that you were there. best way to be the best well-rounded firefighter is to continually, continually train those and leave a mark. Leave a mark on your department by continually training, learning, and leading those around you. And that was my rant today on leader Leaders who fail when they don't train their replacements. Might have rambled a little bit here and there. Went off a little tangents here and there. But I was just trying to get the point across some kind of way. A little off-the-cuff episode today. Just wanted to get it out there. I'm actually going to put this in a blog form for the Firehouse Tribune in the coming weeks, coming days. So look out for that as well. Again, if you like this podcast, share this podcast, rate this podcast, comment on this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, and The Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Workbook, available at thefirehousetribune.com slash shop, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. The Firehouse Tribune will be on the road 
We'll be at different conferences. We'll be speaking at conferences, getting on our topics. The five firefighter workshop will be at these conferences. We'll be releasing some more information as the days come on, months come on, as we start getting more deeper and getting closer to the events. So stay tuned for that. Follow, like the Firehouse Tribune, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel on our LinkedIn page. Don't forget to check out Station Talk. And also, go into our friends, Origin USA, Jocko Fuel Products, 10% off with the promo code FHTribune at checkout. I don't have to go through what I use for Jocko. You know it's the bulk. You know it's the vitamin D. You know it's the greens. It's going to be the creatine, so I'm going to jump on that as well. Get it, 10% off, FHTribune at checkout. If you want to look good on and off duty, want to protect your eyes, like I say, eyes are very important to be protected. It's one of the best things we can do is have really protected eyes, really sharp eyes because of what we do every single day. Frontline Optics, 15% off with the promo code FHTribune. Shades on and off duty. They're stylish. They're meant to look good in uniform. They're meant to look good when you're just in your regular clothes, out of the firehouse. 15% off. FHTribune, FrontlineOptics.com. Five Alarm Task Force Corp. My brother, Steve Green, the 501c3 organization. Again, always helping firefighters. First responders, helping first responders in their time of need. I don't have to keep saying it. You already know what I'm going to say. Steve goes and takes, dedicates his time to help first responders in their time of need. Looking how he, the money raised from the foundation to donate to these firefighters, to these families. Every single day. And he really does this every single day. Emails. I get them all the time. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But that's what Steve's mission is. That's what he truly cherishes. Go to Five Alarm Task Force Group. Click it in the link in the show notes and just donate. $5, $10, whatever it is. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a mug. In fact, I'm wearing one of his shirts right now. And that money doesn't go in his pocket. It doesn't go in anybody's pocket. It goes right back. It goes in the fund to help firefighters, first responders, nobody else. Donate, sign up for the webinars that are coming out, and listen to his podcast. That also, also helps. You can see where his mission is going on that as well. Five Alarm Task Force Corp. The next wrong. We're partners in the next wrong. We believe in the next wrong. It's one of the first companies when we start the Firehouse Review that I truly love. It's next wrong. I wear their stuff. I wear their t-shirts. I support their I Got Your Six throwdowns. We donate every month because we need to help first responders in the mental health world. And the people you're going to call on the next wrong on a 24-hour line, text, phone, they are first responders that are trained in peer support counseling to help other first responders. So they truly understand what is going on, what you're talking about, how you're feeling, because they've been trained and they probably went through it at some point in their life as well. These are experienced individuals dedicating their time to help other first responders deal with the mental health crisis going on in the first responder world. So go to their website, nextrun.org, and donate. Buy a t-shirt. Buy something from them. Just, just donate. Just like with the Five Alarm Task Force. Just donate. And help first responders again. Help other first responders. And that's all I have to say today. Again, don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, The Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Book. Share, like, subscribe to this podcast, comment on this podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast. And until next time, work hard, stay safe, and as always, live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast 
on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.